I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Hello, listeners. Noah here. So this is part two of The Road to Paying Customers. And if you did not listen to the first part, definitely uh, pause this here. Go back and listen to that to hear the beginning of this story. This is um, the last previous three weeks of our journey of what's been going on with Playgroup and Support Man. And so I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, we're going to continue this where we left off uh, last episode. So let's jump right into that. So um, so how did you, like you had your first people in the funnel, basically. So how did that, how did that go? Yeah, so I, I had, a, had them all do a 14-day free trial. And so during that time is kind of when I went into my first like down of like, oh man, this isn't going to work is, well, first I didn't get any new trialing users during that time. Um, like I got, I got a lot those first two days and then just no more started coming. And I was just like, why? Like, I don't even know why the first ones came randomly necessarily. And then it just didn't seem like uh, any new ones were coming. And so during that time also is when I started trying to almost do a little bit of uh, cold sailing, selling a little bit. Um, so I'm in a, a Slack group with like almost 500 people that um, use intercom because it's like an intercom channel. And so yeah, they're yeah, yeah. pretty good users for me to talk to. And I yeah, think definitely. during that first week, I direct messaged like 20 of them and was just trying to kind of, I don't know, I, I had different approaches um, of of like this cold email kind of message I was sending to them. Obviously, it was in Slack, but um, like one of my techniques was I would actually create a Loom video where I would just like demo it to them and talk oh, specifically nice. to them so they they could tell yeah. that I was like giving a lot of uh like I, I get I gave a lot of effort to this and I don't yeah, yeah. you know That's really good. know them um and I don't know it that didn't necessarily work for I did a few of those and like one or two of them were like oh um, we're not really using intercom anymore you know they had different reasons of why it wouldn't make sense yeah um you know tried some different kind of messages and a de like you know a decent amount of those didn't really get a response um like i would try to pull in something that i knew like the uh, like talking about how they were in the intercom channel and the support community and how i was doing something specifically for people like that so i tried to make it as personal as possible but i only had so much that i could do with that <clears throat> Um, so yeah, that didn't go super well, really. Like I think out of 20 people, I probably chatted with like maybe six of them that would actually reply. Yeah, yeah. And then one of them signed up. I, yeah, but that was pretty early on. That was like in the first day or two, one of them signed up, but other than that, none of them were interested. And so that was, mm. that was pretty difficult because like that. Uh, community with all those intercom uh, companies like I thought that would be really one of my good first distribution channels is kind of talking to those people and so far yeah. it hasn't worked very well um, <laughs> and so, so you basically I mean, I'll keep working on it but yeah so yeah. far that hasn't really worked so you basically you're in this slack group with 
a bunch of potential customers who seem to be the perfect audience and you, mm -hmm. you're like direct messaging them with individual <laughs> videos <laughs> yes and, and then they don't sign up so oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that was a downer for sure um <clears throat> and i think I'll, i'll have to go back at it i think i mean one of the things is really figuring out the problem to talk to to speak to and I mean, I tried that with a couple of different variations of the message, but there could also be, you know, maybe my product isn't fixing um, or helping with a problem that's big enough that they'll respond to possibly. Um, yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's all kind of figuring out what that problem is. Because I think, you know, I think cold emailing, like if you're actually messaging someone about something that's really, they care about, you know, it's a problem they actually really have and you know, you're just trying to be helpful. Like you're not trying to sell them. You're trying to just be like, Hey, I want to, I'm doing something about this problem, but I really just want to help you. Um, I think that could work. Um, yeah, yeah. it's just getting that message down and figuring out what that problem is to speak to. And I definitely don't have that completely figured out. And so I think that's kind of what I still have to figure out with these, um, so, so after those 20, I kind of stopped doing that <laughs> and I was, and I think my plan is just to kind of one, I probably need to build a little bit more, um, which I, I got some other feedback on that, which I can share. Um, but oh, yeah, I probably need to add a little bit more to support man before I go back, uh, just to have a, a stronger case to, to talk to them about. Um, but yeah. So that, that was one of the downers. Um, let's see. So then the next, the next kind of up was I then got my first user to convert and actually my first two users, my first two trialing users both converted and yes. they were, yeah. So that, that was pretty exciting. Um, that was, that was good. And, uh, nice. both of those users were users that weren't a part of like customer discovery or anything like they just, you know, they were the random ones. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, <clears throat> so I was really pumped about that and that kind of made me feel like, okay, maybe this has legs. Um, but at the same time, um, they <laughs> both didn't really want to pay as much as I was hoping for it. <clears throat> um, oh yeah, because, because you don't have a set price right now, but you're basically on a per client basis uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out how to do that correctly uh basically what i've been doing right <laughs> now is if someone converts and they're like hey i want to continue this how what's how do i pay like what's the price or something like that i then come back with asking them some questions um i actually am using some questions that patrick campbell um, from, from profit well kind of recommend yeah so it's like four questions that kind of doesn't ask them exactly what they want to pay but kind of gives you some levels to gauge on <clears throat> oh yeah that's and that's smart yeah so i asked those and their answers like the numbers for those prices and stuff like came back lower than i was expecting um <laughs> so let's see i ended up one of the companies ended up doing 27 a month and they have like eight support people um so i would you know i was hoping maybe to hit more like 50 a month for a, a company that size um but that was you know it was it was good and that was you know the first one so 
I was I I decided to land on that number and just kind of go with it. And then the other company only had four support people and they we kind of went back and forth on price. Like I was trying to push them to go higher, um, but they're like, <laughs> you know, really like it's, it's, it really uh, like the app does what we need for this very small uh, case, but that's kind of it. Like that's pretty small. That's <laughs> kind of what they're yeah, saying, okay. so like, <laughs> which makes sense because the MVP is um, pretty small in, in the feature set that it provides. And I'm finding that, at least for these two companies, mostly what they care about is the ratings coming back immediately um, yeah, yeah. and being able to see those. And so that company, um, I'm they're paying me $10 a month right now. So not a ton. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, but so it's, it's a start. <laughs> yeah, it's a start. And so, yeah, basically that kind of told me, like, I need to basically add more value uh, to get up to price points that I'm wanting to get to. Like, yeah, I'm wanting to get to $50 a month for um, medium-sized companies and hopefully yeah, have a plan that's over $100 a month for, like, big companies that have, you know, 100 employees or so. So there's a little bit more work to do there. And so <clears throat> that's kind of the plan next, I think, is to add some things that will hopefully add some of that value to kind of get to those price points. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the up and down of like, yeah, just yeah. trying to figure things out and, you know, not getting the outcomes exactly that I was wanting, but at the same time, like getting some, some wins. Um, and yeah, so I'm curious, like how you, how you think about it now, because you had some, some time to look back at it, you know, like on the ups and downs and now you're basically in a good spot, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty good. Like I'm feeling like there's, you know, I kind of have, I know what the next steps I feel like are. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. It's, I think the, the best you can do is just be patient and just try to have a good mindset of like being open about hitting walls and hitting some unexpected things and just kind of being okay with those. But at the same point, like we are human and <laughs> I don't know, there's no way to like just not get upset about everything. <laughs> like you're going to get upset yeah. about some things. Like some <laughs> things are not going to go your way. Um, I mean, I think it does help to be positive as much as you can be. Um, but yeah, I think you kind of just have to, you know, you just kind of have to think through it and just, Cause you do want to think through like, all right, what's going wrong here? Like, am I going in the complete wrong direction or there's some things I need to tweak or change. And so like thinking through those problems is something that you have to do. It's not like you can just ignore it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so obviously like some emotions come with that. So I don't know. I don't think there's really like a perfect solution. Like it's something you kind of just have to push through and grind through, I think. And, be patient with yeah but yeah. you like you're optimistic that you're not working on the wrong thing right uh yeah i think so i mean <clears throat> i think there's enough kind of directions that i can go with this that i feel like there's something there that you know maybe if what i have currently right now the feature set isn't maybe valuable enough to to make a business off of possibly but like there's definitely some things ideas and some features that i can add that i think could hopefully get there 
<clears throat> so I'm optimistic yeah, for sure. That's, that's pretty cool. Also because if you like you you have you have a sounding board for new features right now because you've got some customers. I guess that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean kind of. That's that's also a little weird. It's like you want to be <laughs> like it depends on how solid the relationship is <laughs> between oh, you and the yeah, customer. Oh, yeah, okay. And like so I I asked them both for like feedback for like things they wanted support man to be able to do and i think both of them are like uh it does all i want right now i don't have anything (laughs) um and so like you know you don't want to pester your customers either yeah well that's true (laughs) push them away (laughs) yeah yeah i get that (laughs) yeah so let's see anything else kind of going back to you anything else that kind of came out of the last couple weeks uh, yeah, so for me, after all the downs, then what happened is that I was able to, out of the blue, kind of, Justin Jackson uh, decided to go go ahead and actually move everything yes. over to Playgroup. <laughs> yes, so that's that kind of cool. That was that was um, that is so big. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Like it was like I didn't even count him in the twelve trials because I know like we were doing this for, we were testing it out for like I don't even know like two months maybe. That's when we mm-hmm. started talking about it. And I have to give some credit to John, John Friesen, who is an admin at Mega Maker, because he like provided so much feedback in that time, like how it how it was too slow from his end, and that kind of pushed me to do some micro optimizations that paid off yeah. very well. Um and so now we, we kinda landed on this good state where I'm like very happy about most of the parts of the application. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it, it was just a good time to move it over. Um, and right, right the, I don't know, like the three days before, I actually changed a little bit about the pricing, um, and added actually added some annual plans which weren't there before. <laughs> um, mm. And so now uh, you can actually from a demo account ch- change over from the dashboard, so it's all in place. And um, yeah, we made the move, and we had like like right now we have well above two hundred um, reactivated users on there which is kind of cool. Um, like it's a real yeah, stress a test now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, people started using it. It was very, uh, very well perceived. Everybody was pretty happy about it. I uh, got some mm-hmm. really good feedback about the UI, like very positive. Um, That's awesome. And yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm just stoked that this worked out very well. Um, and it was actually kind of the signal that I've been waiting for. Like not in terms of making money, like, <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's something, yeah, but it's not like I'm rich now or whatever, but it's just the signal that somebody sees the value in it and a lot of people actually enjoy using it, which is also very good to hear now. Um, yeah. And can see why this why this is also a good alternative to discourse. That's that's pretty good to hear. Um, and also because it's the Mega Maker group and everybody is like a little bit like you and me building their own stuff on the side, you get a, little, a lot of good feedback, like really subtle things you didn't notice and that's that is really yeah it's a like lot a lot of people that have uh opinions about software and also yeah. have some skills and talent around software so it's like they actually have some good feedback yeah there are some design savvy folks in there and some developers and yeah that's <laughs> that's pretty good too a pretty good mix <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah, that is so um, exciting getting your first user and and a great user. Justin's awesome to have um and I'm sure I mean, that brings, you know, 
people follow Justin and and care about what he thinks about. So him being on board is, I'm sure, going to really help bring other people over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had two people send me an email who specifically said that they uh, they heard about it from Justin, and one of them was actually in the same spot, which was kind of cool. Like he he had, he has like a discourse forum and a Slack group, and he's like, I kind of want to move them over and ask some questions about it. I was like, yep, that sounds pretty good, actually. And we can we can totally do that. <laughs> so that <was> <laughs> oh, good. I was made for this. I, I built it for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this all my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also something that you said earlier is that, you you know, you how you had those trialing people or people you talked to asking for uh, for new things. Yeah, that also happened for me. Like like some of the people who reached out were actually asking about if I would help them move the forum, like um, you know, like for a one-off payment or whatever, just move the entire thing over for them. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I can't do that, but you can actually like it's an automatic process. <laughs> like you literally just insert the backup and and it's just there. But we can like I can hold your hand while you're doing it, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that well, that's that cool. was kind of cool. So I was like, actually always offering to do that for free because if they want to import something over they are on the on the paid plan anyway so i was like yeah i can just give that away for free because it really doesn't take that much time and then i got a new customer on board which is kind of good um, and that's moving from discourse yeah 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 okay because the the importer is basically on the first paid plan because that means that you already have a, an existing community and you probably get some value out of it yeah, I think that makes right. sense. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's awesome. So you have so yeah, I'm how many people trialing now? Um well we gotta differentiate between trialing and access requests. I guess I have twenty two access requests. Ooh. Which means I have to give them a demo account. <laughs> and I I, oh, you you know, I wasn't even at <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda of overwhelming to be honest, because that that takes like 10 to 15 minutes each <laughs> if i want to personalize them so that's yeah you know it's kind of hey, that is also. a good problem to have that is it that's is amazing. it is for sure um so and then there are still four more people who are running the demos right now who i need to check back on um yeah and then there's one paid customer basically <laughs> but what what what's really um What's really cool right now is that I see how different channels are actually driving um, driving traffic to the site even with me without me doing like outbound sales. And it's something I don't know if you've heard that episode. Uh, Peter Soon from Branch, uh, he talked about it on Out of Beta just in the last episode. How he likes to build a company that is not so much focused on basically doing outbound sales, but that has like different channels of driving people to your business or to your to your product. Yeah. And that resonates with me a lot. Like, I don't want to be sitting there and trying to sell it, like push it up the hill all the time, but instead right. try to create some value through blog posts and comparisons of forums and, you know, tweeting about it and just have different channels of getting people on there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I kind of see that, like, in its infancy, it seems to work a little bit. <laughs> and that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the cool thing with Playgroup for you... I think word of mouth can be really huge because it's communities. Like that's what communities yeah. do. They talk, yeah. <laughs> they talk to exactly. each other and tell each other things. So you're, you know, the people running these communities probably have quite a few friends that are doing similar things 
And, you know, if you can get them talking and being like, hey, I'm moving over to play group. You should come over here, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that could there, be really there good was at least There was at least one more uh, thread on Indie Hackers where it got mentioned as well without me even knowing who, like, how did, how did that happen? <laughs> um, yeah. So that's pretty cool to see that just pop up randomly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's awesome. So, yeah, jumping back over to support, man, with the outbound yeah. stuff you're kind of talking about. So that's a... That is one problem I'm kind of trying to figure out. So, you know, I had like the 10 trialers in the beginning and actually haven't gotten any since then, um, except till this morning. I got, I saw someone just started. So I was excited to see that. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely like, basically, I just have to figure out the distribution. And so far, yeah. like, you know, my hope for that was that the intercom app store would be one of the main places that people would find it. And it doesn't seem like that's the case. Like, I'm not getting a ton of page views. Like, most of my uh, page views are from, like, Twitter or there were some from Indie Hackers, like, based yeah, on yeah. some posts that I did. But they're, they don't really seem to be coming from intercom. And so that's, yeah, like, that's you know, was kind of the, the main plan. And so I need to figure out something there. Um, and really what yeah, I think that will come down to is just like my relationship to intercom itself. You know, if I can get on their side and they can kind of push me up in the, uh, the listings, uh, that's yeah, what sure. I think will help. Cause right now I'm just kind of in the bottom of some different categories. Um, yeah, I, I I know that I that I bucked you like two times over the weeks if you got met, if you got featured on the on their store because I think that could be like a huge source of traffic right now. Right, and so one of the things that I was trying to do was get into the Intercom Partner Program, and I was able to do that this last week, so that was really exciting. Um, so basically, that throws me into a Slack channel with all the other Intercom app partners and then oh, like cool. different intercom marketing people and stuff like that so i kind of have like direct access to intercom now um, which is really Sweet. cool and so i'm you know i'm trying to use that to start building relationships um, with them <clears throat> and i think another part of that is that a part of being a part of that program is that you should automatically get in the featured new and noteworthy section Ooh, nice um, yeah that's what they said at least. Um, so hopefully that happens. I, I guess they said they update that maybe every month or so. So I'm not sure if or when that will happen. Cause yeah, I did but see that would be another, a good thing. yeah, yeah, that would be big. I think, um, I did see someone in the, the Slack channel that was another, you know, app developer say that they haven't updated the new noteworthy for months and none of their apps have oh. gone into it, even though they had new ones. So oh, I know. I'm yeah, a little nervous about that. Hopefully that doesn't happen. So, or I mean that it does happen. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, trying to figure out how to like work things there to get, drive more people to support man through that. And then I actually, uh, just the last couple of days wrote my first blog post trying to oh, basically get some SEO. Um, I think I called it ways to connect, uh, intercom and Slack. And so I kind of list like five different ways, um, that you can connect intercom and Slack with an integration. And then obviously I include support man in there. Um, so I don't know. I was just trying to make like a helpful guide that 
Um, people can find, hopefully has some good SEO on it for intercom and Slack and people trying to yeah, yeah. find integrations. So I don't know that we'll see. That was just kind of my first stab at that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's some of the problems I'm trying to figure out is how to drive more people, people to it. Um, but yeah, I think there's that hope. I think, I think there's ways that I can move forward and especially like having that partnership with intercom, like just building that relationship. I think that will be one of the really the keys. And so, and obviously yeah, that, that will take time. Yeah, for sure. I was just going to say, but it, it probably will pay off because you're using that platform. So you should have like this connection to them, I guess. And then it will bring the distribution. I hope that you, that you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so yeah, that's, for me, by the way, for yeah. me, it's kind of like, maybe I've got the distribution figured out a little more at this point than you. Yeah. But yeah. For, at, at the same time, what what I'm dealing with is that I still don't know <laughs> which group to focus on because all of the 12 trials that didn't convert, they had their reasons, but none of them was like actionable so that I could be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'll just, you know, add, add feature X or whatever. Also that I could see like everybody was just looking for, I don't know, private paid membership communities. Um, but it's still not a clear signal if I should at all focus on, on something or if I should like keep the net cast wide and open. Um, yeah. So that's kind of oh, what man, I'm still trying question. to figure out. And I'm afraid that might that might take some time to, <laughs> like I'll, I'll probably be stuck at that phase for a while. Um, so far what I, what I have seen is that none of the people I talked to were actually looking at, uh, or were actually looking to build a public community. They were all looking to build a private community. So that's that's a first signal that I can like <laughs> get out of all the all the things that have happened. But um yeah, that's not much so far. <laughs> so you're saying you could position yourself just a little bit more to be for private communities than you're thinking? I mean, it could be a way because if you think about it, public communities, they bring their own set of problems with them. Like if you let everybody sign up, you need to make sure that you basically check all the email addresses with known spam databases because public yeah. forums, you know, they're kind of notorious for that. Um, so <laughs> I have to build that. It's not in there yet. Um, and private communities don't have that problem. So if I can like, if I can at some point be like, oh, I don't need public communities at all because nobody's looking for them. Uh, I wouldn't have to go and, you know, build features going in the wrong or, you know, like in a direction that <laughs> might not be the best. Maybe it's not the wrong direction, but it might be better to spend time um, on features for the private communities. But it's hard to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that is hard. Hopefully just the more people. I mean, you do have, I think you do have a way forward though, which is pretty cool to see that, you know, you have people coming through the door, you have a lot of people checking it out. And so hopefully yes, that yes. will just provide a lot of people for you to talk to and hopefully get a good signal of what positioning maybe would make sense to go towards. Yeah, for sure. One thing that I'm hearing right now is that my pricing is pretty good because people starting out are having like people have who have small communities and don't want to pay like above 100 per month, they like the pricing resonates with them a lot. So I get a lot of good, uh, good feedback about that. Um, and yeah, the, the biggest thing for me right now is still getting all those new, new users and new trials or access requests every week, because that's, that's a good signal for sure. 
apart yeah. from you know having Mega Maker moved over, which is also yeah, which I'm still pumped about. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That is awesome. So um, probably should wrap up here. Do you have? Maybe we should both share like what's kind of your next goal. Do you have like a goal that you're trying to hit or go towards um, that you're shooting for with kind of the next steps? So I, first of all, I want to survive setting up all the demo accounts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And obviously I hope to, um, like I have those, I think four people in demo right now. I need to talk to them. And I just hope to be able to convert like, I don't know, three, two more people. So I have like three paying customers. Um, Or if that doesn't work out, um, like from those 20 people who I need to set up demo accounts for now, maybe get some more insights why it's not for them or why they choose something else. So it's basically just a learning phase still, but also on the other hand, like if I can convert them, I'd love to do that. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's, it's kind of like, trying to get people on board and paying but at the same time if it doesn't work out i'm i'm also fine with just learning why it's not working so kind of still looking for the for the right group of people in a way yeah no that's good what about you though (laughs) i think i'm i mean i'm pretty much at the same spot like yeah just trying to learn from the people that hopefully getting some more people on um and to do that, like I think I'm gonna build another feature or two before I push more on the outbound or on the sales side again, uh, just because I know I need a little bit more. Um, so that's kind of my what I'm gonna put effort towards. But I'm trying to keep my mind like just keep think small, and so that like uh, a monetary goal I have is just to get to hundred dollars MRR, um, yeah, just to be profitable and to be able to pay for which i probably won't use the money for that specifically but be able to pay for our (laughs) coffee dates me and my wife's coffee dates uh yeah yeah it would just be i think it's just kind of a nice little goal just to shoot for um but at the same time like i'm trying not to think bigger than that because that's just you know i think i just got to get that first step first and uh kind of go from there um yeah really it's yeah it's all about learning really like you're saying and learning you know trying to see the signals of where to go next what to do next to make this thing valuable um yeah yeah. so that's what i'm trying to do and uh hopefully hopefully we get there hopefully both get there yeah (laughs) (laughs) looks like we were in a good way though like (laughs) yeah I, i there's definitely been some positive things in this last couple weeks and yeah, we. I think we just both have to remember to be patient. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like I, I should tattoo that on my forehead, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe on my hand so I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a, a longer one, and Unle- unless we split this into two, I don't know. But this was this was We're good kidding. catching up. Uh, there's a lot to talk through. So hopefully, you guys enjoyed listening to what what it's been like the last three weeks. It's been kind of crazy. And uh, we'll continue on this. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. All right, bye.